Hi, and welcome to The Prophet's Perspective. My name is Prophetess Keisha, and I am so glad that you have joined us for our devotional discussion on the inner challenges of change and how to break the cycle of resistance. You know, the season of autumn or fall, as most of us may know it, is by far my favorite time of the year. I love the hats and sweaters, the jackets and scarves, making homemade soups, baked goods, and pumpkin everything. I absolutely love pumpkin everything. But this transition from hot summer days to brisk, cooler nights truly lets me know that there is a time for everything. And just as we see the transformation of the leaves from green to their brilliances in red, orange, and yellow, so too we must accept the inevitable, that change must take place in our lives as part of God's creation. Scripture tells us in Ecclesiastes 3.1, to everything there is a season and a time to every purpose under the heaven. In other words, change is a process that captures the very essence of time, place, and purpose, just like the seasons. Truth be told, however, We fight the process of change all the time. Change brings out so many emotions like fear, uncertainty, doubt, anger, complaining, and at times, resistance. Many of us, we look at change as an enemy that we must push back against, that we must fight, or even run from. Let's face it, change ain't easy, but our refusal to accept it can have such a negative impact on us that it can delay our growth. It can stagger our journey through life, and frankly, it can hinder us from reaching our full potential that God has established for us and in us. So why is change so hard? You know, as I take a look back over certain chapters in my life, and more specifically, uh, certain encounters or situations, I realized that in those moments when change was required of me, it was far more harder for me when it was unexpected or out of the blue. I mean, you just think of some of the unexpected situations in your life. I mean, it could be anything from a sudden death of a loved one, uh, finding out your spouse has been cheating, loss of a job, a sickness, or Just anything that disrupts your quote-unquote normal, it basically 
hits you like a ton of bricks. And sometimes it causes you to have to rethink your entire life. Some of us have this tenacity to just let things roll off our backs. We jump up and we keep it moving without missing a single beat. Well, amen to you and amen to that. But I can almost guarantee that most of us probably experience more of the duck syndrome, looking like we got it all together on the outside, like on a superficial level, seeming to just let things roll off like water. But in reality, we are desperately trying to keep up with the pressure and the demands of that life situation. And when moments manifest itself to bring us face-to-face with having to make a life-changing decision or transition, we sometimes just get stuck because we are so used to doing things one way or having things done a certain way or having things done our own way. We get comfortable, we get settled, and more importantly, we get complacent. And that makes change so difficult and unwanted. You know, this applies to us during our walk with Christ as well. We find our churches. We find our pastor. We love our pastor. We love our church. We find our favorite seat in the pew. We have our ministry that we want to serve on. And we just get buckled down and we get comfortable With just that. And we're so reluctant to push the envelope and to fully trust the God that we read about in the Bible when he openly tells us that we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And that is found in Philippians 4.13. God reveals to us that we have the inner makeup to gain wisdom, to gain knowledge and understanding in Christ that would push us and allow us to grow from faith to faith, as it says in Romans 117, and allow us to go from strength to strength, as it tells us in Psalm 84 and 7, and to be transformed from glory to glory, described in 2 Corinthians 3, 16 through 18. So how can we overcome the reluctance of change and move into spiritual growth? Look, we are going to be faced with situations that are designed to propel us to the next level and into the next dimension in our spiritual lives. Change must happen. It must take place. But we have to open our eyes and see the seasons of change in our lives as God is working and moving. Now, God doesn't change, for the scripture tells us this in Malachi 3.6. When God declares, 
I am the Lord. I change not. And this is in reference to his ordinances and his will. He can, however, change the mind and heart of his people. He can transcend time and space. And yes, he can even change seasons. God's spirit is fluid and continuous. He flows like rivers of water through a valley. And we can't be so rigid in our thinking or in our feeling that we miss God trying to pour into us something far greater than we could ever ask or think because we are so afraid to get out of our comfort zone, so afraid to step out into the deep that we desperately hold on to the sides of the boat for safety, not realizing that the one who called us into the boat in the first place can calm any storm that may arise. And it is he who is steering that big ship called life. Simply put, the Lord is in control. So we should view change as a time to grow us and move us toward that paradigm shift. We need to discard how we usually do things and look at things and replace it with a new way of thinking. Here, I want to share with you six ways we can begin to overcome the reluctance of change and move into a state of growth. You know, I bless the name of God. I bless the name of Jesus and I thank him for his divine wisdom and his revelation and giving me these six points to share with you. Number one. Recognize when it's time for a change and let go. You know, we hold on to things and people that are comfortable and familiar with us, even when it's clear that they are no good for us or to us. Yet we fail to realize that maybe, just maybe, God is moving things and people aside to make room for him. Know when it's time to let go. Number two, acknowledge you. The great apostle Paul gave a deep revelation into not only himself, but us as man in the flesh. In Romans 7.23, when he laments that the good he wants to do and he knows that he need to do, he doesn't. And those things he knows that he shouldn't do and he really doesn't want to do it, he does them anyway. He called himself wretched in this situation because of his flesh and spirit working and fighting against each other. And he even asks who could save him basically from himself. Change is so hard at times because we are so used to doing certain things that 
are embedded in us like a habit. But we have to recognize it in us for change to even begin to happen. Number three, pray. You know, I believe we underestimate the power of prayer. But communicating freely and honestly with God, it opens up so many channels and doors into our very being as we are spirits, like God is a spirit. The Bible tells us that we must worship God in spirit and in truth. Prayer, that's our lifeline. It's our direct connection to God and we must use it to ask God for wisdom and an openness to be in sync with him when he needs us to change and to move quickly. Number four, expect better. Don't visualize change as such a dreadful thing. Change feels uncomfortable at times, but if we look at it as for the better and expect to be better for it, we can begin to change our mindset on its introduction into our lives. Number five, step out and just do it. Ready, set, go. Don't look back. Number six, watch God work. Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. Exodus 14, 13. Change has everything to do with acceptance, growth, and faith to overcome. Let God change you and make you more into his image. Trust the process. Let the potter mold you using his craftsmanship. Let him sit as a refiner, as the purifier that he is, bending and molding, washing and shaping you into the person he has called you to be. Let us be confident of this very thing that he who has begun a good work in you will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. Philippians 1 and 6. This concludes our devotional on the inner challenges of change and how to overcome the barriers that can really hinder us from being who God wants us to be. I thank you for joining me, and until next time, thank you for listening to The Prophet's Perspective. God bless you.